Welcome to Real Estate Power, where you can learn how to step up your real estate game from top real estate producers. With your host, Devin Bunnell, author with an Amazon best-selling book. If you want to know what will take your business to the next level, here is where you will learn how. So I'd like to welcome you guys here today. Uh, we have Shake Becky um, here to uh, talk to us with uh, Keller Williams. Um, Shay, how many deals did you do in 2018? Uh, so 2018, we're right now we're at about 35. 35, and then uh-huh. and then right before we started this, you said that 17, you did quite a few more. So 17, yeah, we were about 60, and the year before we were about 55. So, and is that a team or is that just you? Just me and an assistant. Uh huh. So so like to process paperwork. Yeah. So she just does all the transaction coordination. Um, you know, she helps me with all my events that we tr- we try and throw. Um, and then we, we, uh, uh, you know, uh, any, any, um, marketing and stuff like that. So, so anything that, uh, like a personal assistant would help me with gotcha. just to make it a little bit easier on my side. Um, but yeah, mainly I would say the, the paperwork and transaction coordination. So cool. So, uh, let's walk through like what your daily schedule is. So like when you wake up in the morning, what do you typically do? And then what does your day look like? Okay. Um, so, you know, the big thing is when uh, I first got in real estate, they used to talk about everything's got to be mapped out, right? Everything has to be planned. And if you don't have it planned, um, then you're, you, you're not going to actually accomplish it. So if you don't have it in your calendar, it's not going to happen. Right. And, you know, I've been taught that all since I've been in it. And so um, ideally, and sometimes obviously it doesn't go the way planned, but every morning, you know, obviously wake up, uh, eat breakfast, I try to go to the gym. Um, and then, and then I'll come into work and then try to be here by 9am sharp basically. And so when I hit 9am, the, my, I block out two hours, of uh, just phone calls. So, um, the first, the first, you know, basically how I do my phone calls is I always touch with my, uh, current SOI right now. So my sphere of influence, people who I know clients that I'm currently talking to, um, people deals that I've got going right now and I get all of that out of the way and then right after that then I go into you know my my, my cold calling list so whether it's uh, uh, for sub owners expires or I go into um, calling uh, my database so I go into uh, asking for referrals so calling past clients and different things so I have usually a kind of a certain every 30 minutes is basically how I do it so do you do like SOI Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or so, you is it kind of a mix of everything each day? So um, every every day is what I try to do is is I try to hit that SOI, and the reason being is because not every time um, everybody answers, you know, and so um, when I when I and when I put say SOI, I mean I've got that in my sphere of influence, but really it's my my whole database, and so right now you know I've got about uh, twenty about. 1,300 um, clients who I actively talk to on a, on a regular basis, whether it's quarter, at least quarterly. Okay. Um, and then, uh, and so those are the ones I'm really trying to hit. And then I really have a map down to where I've got, you know, uh, people who are A's, B's, and C's. And it's not necessarily like, um, it doesn't mean anything derogatory or anything, but just A's being, you know, people who I've, I'm working with a lot, people who refer me to business, people I'm talking to all the time. Um, 
and, and I've established a really good relationship with them. Um, and then, you know, bees are kind of people who I talk to every once in a while and, and, and stuff like that, people who maybe are interested. And then and C's are really cold, right? C's are people who are, like, straight up for sale by owners or expired leads, people who um, I haven't talked to or something like that. So I usually start from my A's, go down to the C's. Right, so when you're calling, like, anybody on the list – is there a goal that you have in mind when you're talking to them? Are you letting them know about like an upcoming event or are you trying to just see how their day is going? What, what level are you trying to reach or what do you call a successful phone call? Uh, so a successful phone call, now depending on the week, so for instance, um, this week I'm calling everybody because we have a client appreciation event coming up, and that's coming up in about th- just about four weeks now, three and a half weeks. Um, and so I'm calling every single person to you know invite them to it, ask, um, ask them if they have any family or friends that want to come, and, um, and that's a successful phone call for me this week. Um, so basically touching base, actually talking to them and actually having that personal invite, um, you know, voice to voice with them. Um, so, so that's my phone call. Now, if it's a, a, a different week, say after our client event, then what I'm doing is I'm calling, you know, my SOI or whatnot to uh, see how they're doing, whether, you know, they bought a home however many months ago, uh, and, and then to see if they know anybody who is trying to currently buy or, or sell right now. And so uh, the big thing is uh, I really try to establish that when I first meet with my clients or when I first talk with people is that I just say, hey, listen, you know, our big, our biggest uh, um, clientele is a referral business. And, you know, that's what we really try to go to is people who are consistently referring us stuff just because obviously if we're getting referrals, we're, we're doing our job. Um, and so that's, that's kind of, that's how we... Basically, if we get a referral, get a name, that's a, that's the best successful uh, phone call. But you know, talking to the clients and just seeing how they're doing that that's um, something that you know we always we think is a great great thing. Still well. success, right? Yeah, yeah. So, how often do you do appreciation events? So we do four of them a year. Okay, uh-huh. so we do one a quarter, um, and uh, so we're always you know talking to our clients at least once a quarter. And whether uh, if it, they're past, current, or um, you know future clients, we invite all. Of them. We we don't um, you know I, I even if they're potential clients, we invite them. So uh, we just I kind of think of it not just as a client event. I mean it is, but at the same time we're just trying to give back and 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 you know do some things for families and stuff so they can come out and um, some you know we during the Christmas time uh, you know we try to do some charity events for I, I do a lot of stuff up on base yeah and so. Um, so yeah, yeah. So, on your at your events, is it like your whole office, or is it only yours? So they're only mine most of the time. Now there's only one uh, one that. So this upcoming one um, is it's. Uh, I like to think of it as mine because I was originally doing it by myself, and then I I, I like to give um, people crap that. Keller Williams joined in, yeah. <laughs> so um, but the, we have a pumpkin patch uh, day for for uh, uh, Halloween, right? Yeah, and uh, it's just fun for the family and everything to come out. And we originally were doing it at Black Island Farms in Syracuse, and we did it a few years ago, and it was just us. And um, and so we had a, you know all of our clients come, and then the next year uh, Keller Williams actually was doing it as well, and so we kind of piggybacked with them, um, and just because. Uh, it 
with how many people it brought, not just you know our clients, and, and it brought all of this office's clients. Um, I think the good thing about it was that uh, it brought a lot more entertainment to the place. Yeah. So it was a little bit fun for it was a lot more fun for for clients and stuff. So um, and then the best thing about it is everything. Everybody here is really cool. So you know, you, we don't. I don't have an issue with doing events together with other agents and stuff like that. Right. So. Um, they're not bloodthirsty. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, if it was another you know agency and I was doing it with them, then I probably wouldn't do it that time. But just with Keller Williams and just just this office, so it's not like other Keller Williams offices. Just us that does it. But that's the only one that I do um, with them. Other than that, I just I, I have my own, um, and I usually partner with my lender, and um, and basically uh, our big our probably biggest one that we do is our summer one. We we rent out a uh, Roy pool, and we have people come. And we have food and uh, you know drinks and music and giveaways and all types of stuff, and it's just a really fun time. That's awesome. Yeah. So this last time we had about five hundred people come up. So it was great. Really? Yeah. Just for my, just for my team. So I mean, obviously they weren't all past clients, but friends and family and stuff like that. So it was a great turnout. So that's I'm awesome. Hoping this one's a good one too. So no, that's good. Yeah. So then, what did you do? How long have you been a realtor? Let's start with that. So I've been a. Um, it's kind of funny. So I've been in real estate for about seven years or so. Okay. Um, my father is a hard money lender, so uh, you know he lends uh, private money out, and um, I originally got into the business uh, to, to kind of help him out, and so I started doing uh, some commercial stuff, and I was doing some hard money deals with him, and so that's why I always like to say seven years because I I knew the business, um, you know about uh, about three three years before I got in. Um, I've been in the business for just over four years now, so about five. Um, and, uh, uh, yeah, just kind of went from there. I was doing commercial, uh, when I first started mostly. And, um, and then I just, you know, went to, I thought res- residential was more of a bread and butter type thing and commercial. I still do. Um, but that's kind of a on the side type thing. So primarily residential. Yep. yep. So when you started in the residential side, what did you do that was making you successful? So, um, it's like anything, right? It was tough. It was, it was, I think a lot of people look at the real estate and uh, they think that it's a quick dollar, right? They, yeah. They think, oh, everybody makes a ton of money on it, which, you know, you provided some stats earlier that were, it's crazy that it's, it's really, it's a tough business and it's, it's a grind because you're going against, you know, top people. But the, I think what people get in their mind is like, oh, he's doing a lot and he's doing a lot. And so they start thinking to themselves, I don't have enough. Well, there's a, millions of people here. Why can't you, you know? So what I did is I, um, when I came over to Keller Williams, I uh, had a, um, a friend of mine who, he's the one who recruited me. His name's Corey. Um, and uh, he talked me into doing this thing called Bold. Uh, it's just a class. It's an eight-week class. It's once a week. And um, basically, they just kind of get you into the grind of uh doing this little things that really make that the big things happen, right? Yeah. And I think that's something that people get away from, especially when you start doing business. You start thinking, oh, well, now I can kind of coast along. Well, the people who really make it big and they stay big, they always do those little things that originally got them to where they're at. Um, and so those little things is what I started doing, which is 
Um, literally every morning, getting on, you know, getting a schedule right. Obviously, scheduling out my day, making sure it's right, um, and making sure it's consistent. So, uh, and then phone calls, phone calls, open houses. Uh, so my my uh, plan of attack every every day was I'd come into the work and I would just do phone calls and I would I would hit at least 30 contacts a day. Now, a contact to me would be voice-to-voice. So if I call and it goes to voicemail, it doesn't count. Or if I leave a message or text, it doesn't count. Um, so it has to be a voice-to-voice call. Uh, so 30 of those a day. Now, whether or not it was for sell-by-owner, um, you know, I didn't have a huge... Uh, SOI. I mean, I just had friends, you know, people in my phone book, and the one of my the first things I did when they, when I got a bold is they said, "Okay, I want you guys to go. Th- I want you to open up your phone book you know, on your phone, and I want you just to call every single person, let them know you're in real estate, and that's it. That's all I did. So I called every single person, people, people I hadn't talked to, and you know, 15 years, they're just still in my phone book. And I'm like, you know, I probably had like six Alex's or something like that, you know, and I didn't even have their last name input in there. So I just call him up and be like, hey, Alex, how you doing? This is Shaco Peggy with Keller Williams. Uh, um, and he's like, oh, yeah, how are you doing? And uh, I literally, I didn't even know if I, who, which Alex it was or anything like that. <laughs> so, but I was just calling him and I was like, hey, man, I just want to let you know I'm in real estate now and I wanted to see if you knew anybody who was trying to buy or sell. And... Um, and, you know, they would just be like, either no, you know, not right now or anything like that. And if they said no, I'd be, um, you know, well, if you could keep me in mind, if you wouldn't mind, I'd be, uh, I'll call you in another month and just see if you know anybody who's trying to buy or sell, if that's okay with you. And they're like, yeah, that's fine. No worries. And so I just got continually just doing that to every single person. And literally just from doing that and being consistent with it, my uh, first, first day in Bold, I had three referrals. Uh, and I got two two deals out of it. One of them they ended up not buying for a while, but uh, one was a listing, one was a buyer, and that was my first day in bold. And and it was just from calling my contacts. And so I called every single person. And uh, I mean, I didn't get through every person that day, but you know, out of let's say two hundred or one hundred and fifty calls, uh, out of the probably 50, 40 that answered, I got you know three three uh, three out of that basically. So I have uh, two parts. One is uh, on the 30 voice-to-voice calls, how many calls do you think you would make a day to actually get to talk to those 30 people? So on average, you're probably making 100 calls. 100, I'd say 100, 120 calls. Yeah, yeah. easy. Yeah, to, to even get 30. You know, And that's stretching it sometimes. I mean, sometimes I was making more than that. You know, Right. Um, we had a day, so we had a penalty, right? If you didn't hit your goal, you had to make 100 contacts a day in one day. And at 100 contacts, you were there for eight hours calling because literally to make 100 voice-to-voice contacts, man, you are calling like 600 times. I mean, it's just boom, 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 boom. You know, if you have a dialer, it's a lot easier, which just goes from one thing to the next, right? Um, a lot of times it'll call three of them and then which one answers, it'll pick that, pick that one up. Right. That's the easiest way. Well, of course, I like to choose the hardest way, and I didn't do that. And so I would dial, boom, 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 just go through it, and I just called and called and called. And uh, I, I've, I've done the 100 contacts um, three times. Three times. In my career. And it's brutal. It is brutal, man. You're here forever. At the end of the day, you're kind of exhausted, exhausted. from talking to people, right? Yeah, and the best part is that when you go home, and if you're married, you know, which I am, and so you go home, and you're, and basically they're like, 
they want to talk to you and you're like, uh, I can't I'm, do it. <laughs> so it was just, yeah, it was, uh, it was brutal, but yeah, it works. That's the thing is it works, man. So just going through and just talking to people and telling them, I mean, cause here's the thing, how many people actually know you're in real estate, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. You, I mean, you can get your license pretty easily. And so it's, um, it's, it's like how many people actually know that. So if you just let them know, you know, the, what's to say they, they might not be looking because people are always going to be buying and selling homes. So, so um, another follow-up is bold. Is that a Keller Williams only thing or is that outside of Keller Williams? Um, from what I understand, I think, it's a, I, I think it's mainly a Keller Williams thing. Um, but I have been there where there's been other people. There's been some people from like Century 21, um, Remax. Pretty, I'm pretty sure they're open to letting people come, um, especially just to see the Keller Williams culture. Yeah. You know, and they just kind of want to see what they, they have to offer and stuff. And uh, so I, from what I understand, it's open to everyone, but um, about 95% of it is Keller Williams. Gotcha. Yeah. So what we'll do for the listeners is we'll get some information on Bold so that, you know, if they want to look into that more, that you know, they can click below in the information section and, and find out more about Bold classes with Keller Williams, right, and what their options are. Yeah. Because that's, that's awesome. So eight-week kind of drill course of teaching you what to do and yep. how often to do it. Yep, just every – and you're there. So you're there once a week but for eight hours. So you're there for eight hours that once a week, and usually it's like Monday. And you just get there, and they just start, boom. And you, it's basically like you have a coach. You hire a coach for that eight, that eight weeks. you know. And, and it's um, – I recommend it, especially if you're new. I mean, it was the – I, I like to say that it started my career off. Um, and, uh, it, you know, I – but it's like anything. If you don't do the work, it's not going to do it. Right. So right. one thing I heard the other day was when you get into real estate, don't expect your first deal for like a year, right, uh-huh. is what um, others will say, right? And you got two deals in once you started this class on the first day. On the first day. Yeah. Right. I didn't close them right Right, right. But, but yeah. then you're like a month, maybe two months, right? And you already have two deals yep. that yeah. are helping you bridge that gap if you're trying to go from even a part-time agent to a full-time agent. Right. And I went, uh, um, you know, I'm a big believer in all under nothing type thing, you know. Uh, It's hard in this business to kind of put one foot in and keep one foot out um, and be successful, I guess. You know, some people do it and, and, you know, they, they, but they do it kind of as a side thing, you know. Uh, So I literally, I, I owned a gym, sold my gym, and I literally, boom, Next week, I, or that that next day, I was enrolled in the class, started doing the classes, and then got my license a month later, and um, and just went full in, and I just was living off of my savings, just hoping to get something. But uh, I actually, it was it was funny because um, when I first got my license, I went over to a different brokerage, and uh, that brokerage didn't pan out well, and I was there for a week, and that's when I just I was like. You know, I, I had a family. I was, uh, I, my wife, she didn't, um, she wasn't working. She took care of the kids. And, um, and and at the time, only had one. And so, but still, you know, we, we were living off of savings, and I had to provide. So I was just in frantic mode. And that week, they, were, they just did nothing for me. 
And so that started. huge motivation to yep. make it work. Yeah. Right? And then uh, that Corey, and then Corey recruited me, and then that next day enrolled me in Bold, and that's when it happened. So that's awesome. Yeah, it was it was an eye opener, man, for sure. So that's great. So uh, what do you uh, you talk to us about what you did in the beginning of your career and before we started this recording you were telling me a little bit about what you're doing now that's kind of changed it uh-huh. so as to why your numbers are a little lower but more importantly what other avenues you're getting income from or um, generating business mm-hmm. so tell me a little bit more about that so um, we're, we're trying to kind of revamp a little bit um, so you know we've first off like Systems is huge. Um, you know, getting your systems down is number one. And and uh, I, I was just so involved in just boom, 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 you know, uh, next transaction, next transaction type thing. I, I kind of put my systems behind me and, and uh, didn't really perfect them like I needed to. So this year, we've really been focusing on getting those down, um, getting our events better, effect, you know, perfected type thing, trying to give back more. Um, and, and then... Uh, so just kind of getting those things right off the bat was was one. I all I tried to start a team. I was going to start a team, uh, and it didn't go as planned. You know, um, uh, I do. I feel like I do personally do better when it's you know me, a transaction coordinator or an assistant. Um, but uh, the the team aspect kind of delayed me a little bit because I was training and I was trying to get that going. Um, but another thing too is we're we're I'm starting to go into the development side. So yeah. Development and uh, uh, land and, and land sales stuff like that as well. So we're with that being you know a development will take. I mean it takes a lot of time. You got to go through the due diligence with the city. You got to go through all the you know, you know all, basically getting all the permits going and everything. So. It just it's taking a lot more time, but obviously when that gets going, it'll be a, a big process or a a big benefit to us. And so I've been doing that with my father, who does that hard money lending. Yeah. And so what I'm trying to ideally get into is start investing my own money, you know, um, into things and uh, do do something that's going to um, be more of a. a, a, a I'm trying to think of how to say it, but more, I guess, of a, not that this isn't long lasting, but a development, let's say I do a development of 150 homes, that's a lot longer of a process that I have to sell those properties off to families and different things than, um, you know, just going from one to the next, you know? So yeah. it's just more of a, more of financial stability, I guess. Yeah. Financial d- stability, creating a retirement um, right. portfolio or you know generating that passive income right is the way that I would see that right yeah that's exactly how you know passive income that's a great way to explain it so those are what I'm trying to get you know do and and I um, I really want to invest my own money just because uh, it's obviously great to invest others but if, if you I feel like if you want to get big in to real estate and you want to stay into real estate let's put it that way if you can't invest your own money or never tried it's hard to really tell somebody else how to do theirs you know and I'm yeah. not saying that's impossible you still can um, but it's it's a but you can you can explain it from to a customer client by you walking through those same steps exactly. and experience versus 
what your broker tells you or what you know somebody else might be telling you exactly yep uh-huh. got it cool um so are you uh reading any books right now um so all right so this is the fun part i <laughs> I'm not a huge reader. I'm actually not. I'm a huge audio guy. That, that's me too. Yeah. I listen to audio books all the time, but it's, I can't read them. Uh, yeah, see, and I, it's the funniest thing. Everybody's always like, oh, you know, they post these like little memes on social media, like successful people read. And I'm like, I don't read. Like, I cannot. I just don't like it. You know, it bores me. But I, but audio books I love. Like, I'll, I'll listen to an audio book. Um, so uh, some of my favorite books, I'm not reading anything currently, um, but some of my favorite books are like the The One Thing. Um, and then you've got uh, Millionaire Real Estate Agent. Those are those are my two favorite books. Um, and the reason being is because the Millionaire Real Estate Agent is kind of like what you're doing. And uh, wh- the reason I love it is because Gary Keller, he, uh, you know, the, the founder and owner of Keller Williams, he basically went to... Um, he went around the United States and he went he went to people not just to Keller Williams he went to Century 21 he went to Remax he went to Berkshire Hathaway you know he went to all of these top brokerages and, and not only brokerages but top people and these guys who are closing you know 50, 60, 70 million dollars a year you know so they're they're bringing in tons and tons of revenue and he just asked them you know what are you guys doing differently than, than everybody else and it comes to find out all these top, top guys are all doing the same similar things just in different little ways. Yeah. You know, and it's not rocket science. I think a lot of people, they try to focus on so many other things to try and bring that revenue up when really it's, you know, it's, it's, it's more of a, a simplicity thing. It's just um, success is, what was the, the way that somebody put it? Success is... Um, Oh shoot! I don't know if you've ever heard it. It's like success is easy, not. Uh, oh gosh, it's oh, it's simple, not easy. There you go. Success is simple, not easy. And so, how he put it is basically, it's simple if you just do these things, they work. Now they're not automatic, yeah. right? They're not boom. All of a sudden, you do it and you're ready to go. But you continually do these things, and they're going to work. You know, but. Um, People, people. They, I think, I think they get too strung out, right? To where they think that, um, oh, something's not happening right now, so it's not working, right? And so then they switch over to this one, and then this one, and then this one, right? So that's what it really teaches you. Um, and the one thing kind of goes with that. Uh, basically, what it talks about is you just continually do this one thing, and everything else around you is going to happen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So the the way I. Like in that same thing is like your yard, right? If you want an immaculate yard, well, it doesn't get that way overnight. You can't just mow it once and have it be beautiful the rest of the summer, right? right. It takes daily maintenance yep. and daily things that you do to get that yard to be like that versus kind of the shiny object syndrome of chasing whatever people think the next silver bullet is. Right. Uh, hey, I'm going to go knock doors because that's going to work, or I'm going to go pass out flyers or whatever it might be, right? I might right. buy Zillow ads, whatever <coughs> it might be, um, instead of going after that shiny object syndrome, right? just sticking to the so, basics of simple yeah. of what's going to work, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, these have been, it's been proven by uh, 
thousands of agents, you know, it literally has been proven that how to be successful in real estate. You literally just have to do it. It's, it really is a rocket science, you know, and, and I think, I think people think of it like that. Um, sales is, is, it's, it's a, in, in real estate, it's, it's obviously, it's not an inbound thing. So people aren't coming to you. I mean, obviously after you create a, a, a business book, then yeah, people are coming to you because you've created that relationship. But it's, it's now going. You've got to go out. You've got to get it. You've got to, um, uh, you can't be afraid to get turned down, I guess. So, you know, so it's, um, it's, it's exactly like that. And so I think a lot of people just think that they get something on their mind and they're like, oh, he's doing this, so I've got to go do that. And then they see somebody over here and it's like, i got to do this and then this. And it's like, you know, stick to doing the things that work and it, you will become successful. And that's how. Yeah, that's things that work for you too, right? Exactly, right. Things that are going to put you completely out of your comfort zone to, right. to go do. Yep, exactly. Yep. Cool. Well, I think there's some great nuggets, Shay, that you've uh, given me and the listeners, and I really appreciate you taking time to meet with us yep. and uh, tell us your story. My pleasure.